0: And then I'm looking at him and listening to him, but not listening to him. Mm. Cause I'm like, does he know I'm high? <laughs> it's been 20 years since he's seen me. Does he know that I'm really high? Mm-hmm. And so I get my lettuce and I'm back in the car and I'm like, now I am fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> One mic. <laughs> you know I'm down. You ready? Ready. All
1: right, team light skins in the building. <laughs> Chest tattoos, <laughs> pretty hair, don't care. Green eyes, gorgeous. It's nice to nice to have my sister, Dodi Mark. Honey, I, I was gonna
0: say, get it right, <laughs> get it
1: right. I did that on purpose. I have a hard time with the ladies in my life. You know, I'm you a
0: marshal for life. Yeah, for life, but it is Hunley. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just, I mean, you know, just as a warm up or whatever. But uh, how was the conversation with Dad? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: no, I was going. to, get to that.
0: You don't even play right. How are you going to say, oh, just is a warm-up? Versus... Oh, how was your conversation with Dad? <laughs> and you know, I can't say nothing because this is forever. Yeah. It lasts forever. So, so
1: it might come back around, you know. I mean, it might be like, see?
0: See? No, no we went to your spot with him, and it is crazy. We went to... For me, it's nasty, nasty Shanghai. Uh But as soon as we walked in, the lady said, "Oh, where's your son? (laughs) Where (laughs) you?" She she missed you, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, I'm here." She's like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) Like I was nothing. But she told dad, she was like, "I haven't seen you and your son in a long time." Mm. And it's like, oh, he said, "This is my daughter." And no joke, she was like, "Oh, okay." Like, chopped liver? I was his first. Oh But she didn't care. She was like, oh, your son. What yep. is your son?
1: That's what we do, man. I mean, it, it definitely has a sentimental value to it. It does. and that's all it is.
0: And he talked about it like it's sentimental value. Because yeah. the food is garbage. Yes. The food is garbage. But he <laughs> missed you and him being there. Yeah. And I was like, dad, don't get all teary-eyed. <laughs> sentimental, we're just having lunch, you know. And I mm. wanted Jackson to to take his grandfather, yeah, to lunch. So there was the moment there, yeah. But he kept going back to this is your spot, your
1: yeah. Spot. So I don't know why he went there. I don't know. Just trying to trying to capture something, that get was get missed. something, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So, but it was it was it was all right. It was what it was. It was it's, a good experience, yeah. But we ain't going into the, what that conversation was like. <laughs> Not for no warm up. Not to be captured. <laughs> For life. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, no, you know I'm just playing, man. Yes, playing. yes. But uh, I did have, uh, like I said, I did have breakfast over at Mom's. And um, I was sitting over there talking to Cecil. And, man, we just getting into some deep conversations. It's crazy because it's nice to be around people, you know, from a different generation that, you know, that, that, that actually listen and respect what I say.
0: Oh, definitely. You know. And he is all about that
1: we got into the conversation of prayer. And so there's no right or wrong way to pray, no. you know? And, and honestly, I felt like we were saying the same thing, <clears throat> but it was just from a different perspective because he says that he prays more for people that, that he feels like needs. And that's how he reflects. Cause he goes out there and he's of service of people and he doesn't really pray for himself. Right. Um, Me, I pray for myself because that's the only thing that I can't control. And I feel like anything that happens to anybody, whether I see it as good or bad, is God's will. So I just pray for the strength to be there for people and to to carry on. And so I just wanted your perspective on that as far as because with that being said, I mean, I also did say at the end of the night, you know, because I mean, for me prayer is just talking to god right you know so it's just kind of like i just i just more or less talk to god in 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 from my perspective and my situation and at the end of the night you know when i'm saying my blessings then that's when i pray for everybody but during out throughout the day you know it's just about you know for me to carry on because that i will be done not my will but that will so
0: you know, when we were growing up, um, our grandparents in Oklahoma, that is the only prayer granddaddy used to say. Mm. Uh, little mama would ask him to bless the food or to pray over us as we traveled. Mm. it The only prayer that he's ever prayed, and I asked him, mm. is thy will be done, and he was done. <laughs> you know, and here we are all standing around the table at Thanksgiving, you got all kinds of people standing up, holding hands, waiting for a long prayer, yeah. and he would say, thy will be done. Amen. Yeah. And people would like look up, like, <laughs> what? What? Especially on Thanksgiving, you expect a long, drawn out uh, prayer. But he's like, nothing else needs to be said. That's yeah. it. And then I remember him specifically praying over us for traveling grace to go back. Mm-hmm. And that's what little mama was telling him pray for traveling grace for them to go back. And he touched me on my forehead and said, that will be done. Mm. And turned around and went back in the house and he was done. <laughs> yeah. Because truly, I'm a firm believer that that's the only prayer that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Now, anything else, like you said, is a conversation with God, you and your relationship with him, and there's specific prayers in the Bible, and it teaches you how to pray and what, what to pray, when to pray, all of those kinds of things. But the only needed prayer, needed, yes. is thy will be done. Lots of prayers for what I want to have happen, what I would like to see have happen. Mm-hmm. That will be done.
1: Dodie Hunley in the building, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bringing what little bit of that we have. <laughs>
1: and I want to go on record uh, about the also about the conversation that we had. Speaking of Thanksgiving and everything, and you know, I was just joking around about the light skin and everything, but um, it was just a reflection of when I called you and I had to be specific about how I see you. And it was, you know, once again, do you remember what I said? No. On the phone when I called you. Not About the light skin? No. About how everybody at that table, their heart beats the blackness of Africa. Yes. Yes. But you shine from the inside out, and that's what reflects. Exactly. And, you know, it's just kind of like, now I'm not saying that, you know, like I said, I said team light skin and everything like that, but not everybody is light like that. You know, some people are light because they're watered down. Some people are like, you know, it's just to each his own. You know, just like some people are dark because they're in the hanging in the shadows. And some people are dark because, you know, their heart beats the, the, the heart of Africa through and through. Yes. I'm not here to judge anybody except you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which you do frequently. <laughs> and, and, and,
1: and I just wanted to be clear that that's what, and I, I feel like that's what people see also, but it just, you know, they, they, they can't put it into words. They, they, they're not familiar with that. And, um, you know, I just wanted you to know, because I mean, we joke, you know, a lot of people joke. And there was also this episode on blackish, of course, where they talked about, you know, light skin, dark skin and everything okay. like that. Um, You know, that's another subject that, you know, we can talk about uh, later. Or I'll put on later but uh, it's just the fact that when I see you I always reference you towards the sun you know the sun it shines regardless you know it's just, that's just what it does some people you know go out into the you know the, the, the fields and the beaches and they worship the sun uh, the sun causes drought the sun you know there's, there's fires and everything like that but the sun is consistent you can count on it and it's just being the sun Absolutely, and so you know it may burn people who don't understand it, but you know it's just it. it the only difference is, is that the sun is unapologetic. That's for right. being the sun, and, you and you're know, working on it.
0: I'm yeah. working on it. Yeah. I am, and it's only because of what you say, because you brought it to my attention. You know, and like you said, we do tease about team light skin and all yeah, that. Yeah. But you have thrown light skin light in a whole different light for me yes. because it's about my light. You yes. know, I'm working with this girl at work. I'm trying to mentor her. Well, she comes to me to be mentored. And she started teasing me about being light-skinned cuz she's very dark complected. Right. Oh, you light skin. You don't have the problems I have. You <laughs> always had a good whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm mm-hmm. using the reference of the sun as light. Yeah. And so when she's, she's starting to pick up on it Yeah. and she's like, oh, I love your light. I always want to be in your light. Mm-hmm. So what I tell her, light only recognizes light. Yes. And it took her for a minute because she's always been made fun of for being dark skin. Mm-hmm. And so when I said light only recognizes light, she held out her arm and was like, and then she was like oh yeah 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 i am light i am and yes. i was like yeah you are she a young young girl yeah. but um she's growing but i'm like i like the fact that i can pass on knowledge that you're giving me you always tease me about being <laughs> the smartest person you know yes it's coming around full circle d it really is the different things that you teach me i teach you and then to be able to pass on but um you know it's really interesting to use that word light and use it in such a positive, powerful way. Yeah. It's, it's all good. It's, it's good, dude.
1: Maybe that'll be another tattoo. The sun.
0: You know. It doesn't have to be like
1: a smiley face. No, or whatever, no, no, but, no. Know, yeah. But
0: it's funny you say that. You know, Jazz and I were going to Vegas for her. 35th birthday and we talked about getting matching mother-daughter tattoos yeah. and I'm not finding anything that I like but I did find a a Sun picture with a Phoenix coming up out of it and I was <laughs> like I could do that uh, right here on my forearm uh, I'm thinking it and it's all these orange and reds and you yeah. know vibrant sunshiny type of colors yeah and it's like I'm, I'm thinking maybe okay it okay. might be in the future
1: yeah so, uh, you've really been pushing me to, uh, check out Top Gun.
0: <laughs> you, go the, you have to the, check it out. You have to. so I can be free. You have to. You know,
1: and, and the funny thing is, is that as much as I share with you, you're starting to share more with me. And we've gone on this, this guilty pleasure <laughs> of, <laughs> of, 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 of our, our crushes and, oh, yeah. and, and, and the things that we like and I can't even I'm not even gonna put the words in your mouth tell me who your guilty pleasure is
0: I have two guilty pleasures yes and you're gonna embarrass me and I'm gonna put it out there but it's all good my first guilty pleasure when I'm having a bad day and I'm in my car and I need some music Mm. to lift me up my first guilty pleasure is Britney Spears see I I will get into some toxic yes (laughs) The circus, all of it, and I'm singing the lyrics, and it's loud, and it's Windows carefree. It's, it's carefree. Yes. So that's my first guilty pleasure. But... All right,
1: hold on. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there, because because you revealed that to me when I said Top Gun. So so that's white on white guilt. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, it is. And, and we shouldn't feel guilty about it, but it's just kind of like there's just a level of, so, so what is it that, that makes you feel, is, is there, is there a little Brittany inside you or was there a time, you know, like in your teenage years where you were just like, you know, what, what, what made it Brittany? Now we also said Christina, but Brittany right. was number one.
0: Brittany's is number one. It is. And I can tell you exactly what it is for me. Yeah. If you know me, you know everything about me. I'm structured. Yes. Everything. Work is structured. Home is structured. Yeah. Every, my relationship. Be structured. It's structured. structured. I
1: say square. Like mad square. I don't care But square. No, 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 But that's call what I'm just saying. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: I don't do anything on a will, a whim. Yeah. I don't do anything just spontaneous. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when I hear Britney's music, it's just <laughs> carefree. <laughs> no ties, no response, no boxes. You say yes. I'm square. Yes. She ain't got no boxes. and So yes. I'm just. I can shake my hair like a white girl. I can get my groove on. I don't care who's looking. Yes. I don't even know all the lyrics. Or maybe I do. I probably, right. I, I know all the lyrics. <laughs> I, I, I do. But I don't put them into context of what they mean or anything right. like that. It's just yeah. free flowing. Yes. That's it.
1: Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. And so the second one. <laughs> I don't even know if I can handle this. No, we, <laughs> but we gotta go there you can't go with because for the simple fact that that's what we what, what brings us together. No, because man. because well, all right. First of all, let me say you know the Top Gun thing for me is is kind of like the same feeling that that I that when I watched you know Top Gun the first one it was just like the whole machismo the whole. You know, we're out at the beach, we're flexing our muscles, we we're riding motorcycles, we're in jets.
0: Okay, but you've grown since then, so what is it now?
1: Well the thing of it is is that all came back just when I saw the commercial. <laughs> just when I saw the commercial, I got goosebumps.
0: <laughs> and so I don't the nostalgia.
1: Yes, yes, for sure. Cause it's like honestly, it's like when I saw like I saw the three guys on the cover. And it wasn't there. It's Tom Cruise, right? You know what I mean. I feel you. And and, you know when he when he in the commercial when he took the um, he took the cover off the bike and the dust flew off. It was like that was yeah that was it. And he's back in the plane. He's back in the jets. And I'm sure that you know. But like I said, you know, it was just kind of funny how it was just like I I talked to you like in a confession, (laughs) and like like I don't know if this is right, man. (laughs) You know.
0: And that's how I am, about Britney. When, and every the people that know me and know that that's my guilty pleasure, yeah. they were all like, "Are you on that free Britney movement?" But how can know? No, no, and I don't know any of her right other music. Mm-hmm. I just know from that set period when she first came out, yeah. and then the next album when she tried to grow up a little bit, yeah. whatever. But no, it's not all of mm-hmm. that.
1: You're not a fan. I'm
0: not. Right. I'm not, a fan. No. I'm not buying her music at right, all. Right, You know, but it's the place that it takes me. Yes. In that moment. It is
1: a guilty pleasure. It allows me pleasure. to go there. Yes. 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 And so the second one, we can go into that because here's the oh. thing about this is that you was bombing on me for years <laughs> about my love for Mariah years. Carey.
0: 20 years. I have bombed on you for that high price. whole time. Ever. D. In there's the nothing shadows. material about. There's no substance to Mariah,
1: none. I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's just the <laughs> fact that she is just so pretty, yet does skanky things.
0: She's oh yeah. Oh D, yeah. Come on. There's so many other pretty
1: that has women. nothing I'm, to do with it. That has nothing <laughs> to do with it at all. She's hardworking. She was. Whatever. Man, she was. Oh yeah. And it was just kind of like. I mean, she reminds me of a couple of girls in my childhood. You know that too, <laughs> third grade. Oh Lord! Yeah, <laughs> you know when I was going to Pleasant View and uh, oh. little mixed girl was over there, and you know it was just kind of like she passed for white and everything, but you know you could tell she had a little something, and it was just like, yeah, I went, I went back there with with Mariah. D and,
0: D. At least my guilty pleasure. Yeah. has talent, has yes. ability. Yes. Works. Yes. Yes. But who are
1: we talking about? Usher. Uh, sure. It's seven o'clock.
0: On it's the dot. dot. I'm in my door. <laughs> oh. ah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yes. He makes I, you want to leave the uh, one you
0: with. <laughs> every minute. I'm out the door gone. Bags packed. Usher I should, I should come knocking. He can yeah. be at the wrong door. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. I know he came here <laughs> to get me.
1: Yeah, but and and the thing oh, of it is, is I, I see why I love see some why.
0: Boy, I love but, me But please,
1: usher. but please go on.
0: Oh my gosh! Because
1: this has a little bit to do with his personal side too.
0: Oh, he's dirty. Yes, and I know he's dirty. Yes, and I don't care about him being dirty. That makes it. He can yes. cheat all he wants. He, I, I'll be the one that he cheated with. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not trying to marry him. Yeah, right. I ain't even trying to get in his money. Right. I just want one night with Usher.
1: Be on TMZ. And he
0: he got to sing all the songs. He got to <laughs> dance. We got to listen to his music. All that. I, Boy, I love me some Usher. He can be right here in this ear. Uh, and I'm like, yes, whatever he said. He say, Jody, let's go rob a bank. Yes! <laughs> right now!
1: And you know the song that I really love is... Uh, uh, You ain't got to call.
0: Yeah, right. It's okay, Okay.
1: girl. Yeah. I'm gonna be alright
0: tonight. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's my man. Everything. Uh, Yeah. Everything. Even when he was boohooing about confession and all that. That's my least favorite. That's my least favorite. What
1: about the one where you switch roles?
0: Oh, where is Usher Raymond?
1: No. Where what? where where you're the man and he's the woman. Oh
0: yeah, he beat my bitch. Real quick. Real quick. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. it's
1: the switch roll song. That song is so weird. I it's smack so weird. his ass every oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's a rap, dude. I figured that would be the one. It's a rap. All right. cause again, Go outside of everything that you know about me. Yes. I'm structured. Yes. I'm controlled. Square. All that it don't matter. Yeah. But I, boy, that's be when it's yeah. swinging from chandeliers. <laughs> Leave your panties, but ch- <laughs> I ain't got no panties. <laughs> I ain't got no panties. But uh, they're gone. They are gone. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: And see, I feel that energy. And so that's all I'm saying is, is like, how do you limit yours? You know when I talk about Mariah, but Usher is just Cause, unbridled. Cause Mariah's
0: trash. She's trash. Exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you like the dumpster dive every once in a while? I you know lie. I do. I know. I know. You know. <laughs> uh,
1: oh Boy, man, we there. would role play at her in a trailer park. <laughs> 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 Give her like three more kids. <laughs> yeah, See, that's
0: that's Mariah. At least with Usher, he's a high class gigolo. Oh, he got some class about comparing him. Comparing
1: guilty pleasures. Yeah. Now, there's no there's no comparison. It's just the energy yeah, yours is trash. that you just hating. <laughs> cool. All right, so I've had a couple of episodes where I've talked about love at first sight and soulmates, and oh, yeah. it seems like a lot of them go hand in hand and my perspective as far as love at first sight goes is like i can actually see somebody with my eyes and say yeah that's the person but i've always saw them you know like in my heart in my feelings so when i think about soulmates i think about like i've seen this person before but physically it might be the first time and especially now at this point in my life where i have it written down exactly the type of lady that i want in my life When I see her, I'm going to say, I'm going to be like, that's the one, you know, whether she's got a man or not, I'm going to walk up to her and I'm going to be like, you're going to be in my life one day, maybe not today, tomorrow for sure, but you're going to be in my life. So I don't really consider that love at first sight because I feel like, you know, there's always been this connection. What's your thoughts on love at first sight? You just see somebody and fall in love or?
0: Mm. I've heard stories where people do that, but it's not me right it's, it's not me I can see somebody and be very attracted to right. I can even see somebody and see maybe I want that person in my life forever but I can't mm. use that word love right. love is too powerful too <laughs> encompassing too many things not just one thing um, but do I believe that it's possible I do believe it's possible yeah. for, for, for for some people but I'm curious when you talk about soulmates though so in hearing you talk about this person that you've been developing and drawing out in your head and in your heart, does that limit you to just one person? Do you believe <laughs> that there's only one soulmate out there for you?
1: Um, This is, this is kind of deep and everything, but uh, I kind of feel like that we are, it's just kind of like you think about cells. You know, and you think about cells on a body and there's one body and all these cells come together to form one body. I feel like we all are one, you know, and we all come together and we're all apart. So to sit here and say, do I think that there's just one person? I'm, I'm going to say yes, because I, I mean, I just don't think that um, now they, they may have different part in my life, you know, because it's just weird to me to to say that, you know, out of 9 billion people, well, I won't say 9 billion because a lot of them are old and a lot of them are kids and, and whatever, but just out of the billions of people that are on this planet, that one person belongs in my life and one only as far as monog- monog- monogamy goes, right. I never say that word,
0: never had to say right. that word. <laughs> That's why you still struggling with it. <laughs> wow! Get it worked out now Man. before you meet that
1: one person. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so I just feel like that there. There's gonna be that one person in that moment, and say if I get with someone else, uh, they will probably be they will probably bear that same soul, but just be in a different body, I guess, so to speak. You know there'll be that familiarity um, I guess also as I evolve the relationship evolves so it's just hard to sit here and say that one physical body belongs with one physical body but as far as like souls go um, I, I've used you and I in the terms of soulmates because Absolutely. I think that the energy is forever when people say soulmate they think about love love lovers and 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 for 80 years right or you know Mm -mm. 70 years or the time that you die. but I feel like you know you know we have been we we have never in our present life have ever had a physical fight a knockout drag out argument or anything like that so I think in another lifetime you know we could have been adversaries we could have been you know teammates on something so we could have been twins Because we we, we feel that, you know, and so here we are now and in another lifetime or another universe or whatever, you know, there is the possibility of lovers and marriage and all this other stuff. But in this physical body, when I say, you know, soulmates, it's like, no, I I don't feel that. But as far as energy and connection goes, I I do think that there's just only going to be one person that feels that because it's in order to make the whole universe complete.
0: Definitely. I vibe on that whole energy thing. Energy is so continuous and never ending and people carry different energies with them from every experience that they've ever had. Every person they've ever met, they bring that. And I'm like you, I have many times throughout my lifetime considered you a soulmate of mine. My mom, our mom, she is definitely a soulmate to me, but The relationship that I have with my husband, I feel the different energies of all of his different experiences. And I believe that he's the right energy, the right soulmate for me at this point in time in my life. And I don't ever see that ending that his energy will be with me forever.
1: And, And that's the thing, the energy will, but the physical, you know, a lot of people associate love at first sight and soulmates with the physical. And that's the only Thing that i don't agree with right so so it's like yeah i kind of believe in that but like i said if you know you believe in lifetimes and parallel universe and all that other stuff then it's just kind of like under different circumstances these are the things and so that's why i feel like there's a familiarity with people you know that i haven't even met before
0: yeah i meet people and it's like i feel like i know you yeah we just fall into the and I'm like you, I don't know if there's parallel universes or other lifetimes or I'm not one to speak on that. I just speak on what I feel in the moment. And Mm -hmm. if I feel like I've met somebody before, I go with that and just vibe with it. And I tell people all the time, I carry a piece of them with me, regardless of how long they stay in my life. I I believe that people are in your lives for a reason or a season, Mm -hmm. but even after the reason or season has passed, I still have them. Yeah. with me for sure
1: now I believe that I know what happens to me when I die I actually believe that I know how I'm gonna die I believe in my purpose and I believe in my relationship with God and how it always evolves in everything but um, you know that's just kind of like what I said what, what I'm saying is is like as far as me knowing my relationship with God and me knowing what happens when I die That creates my purpose because I live like, like, you know, like in God's will. And also like, if I know how I'm going to die, then it's just like that, that determines how I live. So, so it's very specific. And the more specific I am with it now, it's not set in stone. Like I said, as my brain evolves, so does my relationship and everything evolves too. But the, the, it's becoming more clear and clear as I grow as a person. What is your relationship with God?
0: My relationship with God is very personal very intimate you know um, we were talking earlier about prayer I don't have a formalized prayer at all I talk to God I'm in my car I'm talking to him all the time you know our relationship as I grow my relationship with him grows as it evolves and changes different things that I'm going through you know but it's been the one consistent thing throughout my life yeah. you know um, I depend on on my relationship with God, because without Him, I'm nothing, and um, I take it serious, and I don't take—I do take it for granted. We all take it for granted, yeah. you know. Um, but I try to nurture it like I would any um, relationship with a person yeah. that's here. You know, relationships take work, yes. and I know God is always working for me, even though I may not see everything that He does for me, and. I don't have to see everything that He does for me, but I know that He's working for me every minute of every day. It is my responsibility and duty if I wanted to be better, stronger, I have to put in my side of the work. And sometimes I'm lazy with my work, and other times I'm on point with my work. And I believe that my God that I serve knows that and understands that and is forgiven of that. And he wants me to continue to work to build a relationship with them.
1: Because I know one of the things that I said that kind of made some of the family members mad is because, you know, they they they're Southern Baptists. And so when I talk about meditation and I talk about, you know, universe and laws of attraction and all this other stuff, they're like, oh, that's not you know what grandma said. And that's not what grandma talks about and everything. And one of the perspectives that I said was, you know, grandma's God was about survival. You know, uh, and I don't, I don't feel like, you know, well, it's like God is a part of everything, you know, so, so it's just kind of like, I'm not sitting here saying that that God is wrong and this God is right. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, as once again, that's, that's when I realized how much I evolved is that, you know, you know, when, when you have a religion that just basically helps you survive, you know, I don't want my kid to survive. I want my kid to thrive.
0: Right, I understand that.
1: So 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 the so the perspective of God is gonna be evolving, you know? And so uh, when it comes to those things that I do, like I said, the meditation and the thinking about, you know, universal laws of attraction and, you know, parallel universes and, and all this other stuff, you know, a lot of our family members are just kind of, like, shunning that because, it's like, well, they don't talk about that in the Bible. But they do,
0: but they use a different terminology. Yes. God has given us free will. Yes. And with that, it's for us to determine and explore everything that he's put out there for us. Um, and talking about grandma's relationship with God, I can't speak to that because I don't know what it was. But I know what, what I, I saw. Talking, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm talking
1: about your perspective. I'm but not what asking I saw, you, yeah.
0: um, you know, looking back on of slavery as slaves got introduced to religion Right, it was about definitely praying to get us out of this and what we're in and so it was a type of survival mode now individually did other people did they develop relationships with God that went beyond survival I can't speak to that because I don't know right. but I can definitely see how that's possible and where where it came from you know we we as Amer as Americans as humans we've we've evolved We're not, it's hard to say, even though it's 2022, we're not running from the dogs like they were in the 60s. We're not running from the lynchings like they were in the 50s and 60s. Um, So, of course, that allows us to develop a different type of relationship. Right. You know, it opens the door for that.
1: But if you don't, I feel like you are still running from the dogs and you are still running from the lynchings
0: even though they may not be there
1: physically. I mean, well, of course, the police are there physically. But I also, like I said, I believe in the laws of attraction. So if you are in survival mode, you are going to find ways to survive. Right. And so my whole thing was, is like, okay, so if black people weren't brought over enslaved and forced upon Christianity, what religion would they be?
0: Oh, definitely. And
1: it's not a coincidence that our grandma came from Mississippi and that you know, it's the Southern Baptist roots, and how you know a lot of the stuff is passed on, and it's passed on with the intention of growth. I feel oh, yeah, you know, and so, so, so to stick with that same thought process is not growth, it's not thriving, and I see. I see, you know, I'm not speaking for anybody, but it's just my perspective when I see a lot of our family members still in the enslaved mindset somewhat because they can't get past the religion feeling that they would be ending the tradition.
0: See, that's hard for me to speak on. Well, it's what I see. It's It's, just my perspective. I'm not speaking for anybody. It is a perspective, Yeah. you know, and so with perspective, you only can speak to what you see right. and i always like to be cautious of because you don't know what somebody's relationship is behind closed doors True. you know it's no right. different than a husband and wife we have lots of aunts and uncles that are unhappy what appear to be mm-hmm. happy relationships mm-hmm. and for me to categorize them as a happy couple i i can't do that and i don't do that because i don't know what they do in their house when the doors are closed and we're not but there. But the thing of it is,
1: is what do you do with the information that you see? Because we can say that we don't pass judgment,
0: but I process it. There's, you know, cause I'm that, always processing.
1: Right. And so my thing is, is like you walk on eggshells on certain topics because of the perspective that you see, the true perspective that you see. Whether whether you you can't say for them what what they are, but that's what it is. But this but, is what
0: you display. Yes. And as Christians, we're supposed supposed to display a godly life, uh, a life of what our relationship is with with God. That should be evident by who we are and what we do. I feel and like though, so it's.
1: I, I feel, hold on. Oh, real sorry. I hate to I hate to cut your wisdom, but I feel like it would be easier if you just speak on your behalf. What you see instead of saying ours and and as christian and everything. So that way you can be more free to say what you want because you're starting to walk on eggshells once again because you don't want to speak like like you're casting judgment, but what I'm saying is is what you're seeing is the, is what you see.
0: Yes. Yeah. What I see. Yes. And what I see is in oh, day. <laughs> What I, what I experienced, what I have experienced is, um, for my relationship with God, where I was taught that, um, you have a relate that I was to have and grow a relationship with God to be my protector, to be, um, there for when times are rough and when, um, I needed him and needed prayer. It took me growing older to learn that I needed and wanted a more intimate relationship with God, Right. not just as a protector. He's my father. That's what he's going to do. He, right. That's a given that he's going to protect me, right. that he's going to provide for me. But I, I need a more intimate relationship with God. I need to be able to talk to him when things are good, when things are bad, when I'm feeling crazy. Right. I need to be able to yell, shout, scream at him. And what I saw growing up was that, no, you had to be this certain way with God. Right. And God... I hate to use the word, but it's limited in what he will do and what your relationship will be like with him.
1: And it was fear-based, I feel.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But for me, I needed to learn that my relationship with God is much more than that. Right. And it is not based out of fear. Right. It is based out of me being his child. I I know that my father mm. is powerful yeah. and that there is nothing... That he cannot do, mm-hmm. which is which is scary when you think of nothing. Right. But I know that my father is gentle and kind and loving, and he gives me all of that as well. Right. And I think growing up, I just learned of, like you said, that fear base that yeah. that the commandments and and um, you're gonna go to hell. You're gonna go to hell. And um, but what I have learned. Or my relationship with God is yeah. my God is forgiving yeah. my God knows me my God knows my heart and that allows me to have a for lack of better words a more relaxed relationship with him it allows me to seek more from him and not to do religion out of obligation right you know yeah. it is a fully free flowing choice lifestyle it is a lifestyle. It is a choice to have God in my life and to, to want to be in his presence. Whereas I, I feel that generations that came before us mm. didn't know that they could have that kind of freedom right. still have a relationship with God right. and weren't taught that. Um, the old teachings of the church just teach the negative mm-hmm. things, you know. Um, and there's so much more than that. And it took my growth, me seeking mm. a different type of relationship with God.
1: You have got to check out Outwitting the Devil. You really do. It's, I'm getting there. Man, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking there. about when you drive back to Kansas City or whatever. Because, yeah. I mean, Jackson can listen to it, too. Yeah. Matter of fact, he, he'll probably dig it. Probably he will so. probably dig it. That kid. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah.
0: You know, and it's funny you say that because we were just talking today, he went to a Lutheran daycare Mm -hmm. and he learned a lot about God in the Mm -hmm. Lutheran um, daycare because they openly practiced and they taught and they prayed and he learned a lot and he remembers a lot of it from daycare. Yeah, but he spent the last two years in a Catholic school, Mm -hmm. which was forced upon him and he can uh, recite different prayers and why you recite these prayers and yeah. what you're supposed to do and Hail Marys and all that. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't associate any of that with him and his religious walk with God. Yeah. That's just what you had to do. And he didn't condemn anybody right. for what they do. Mm-hmm. But it is so funny that age 11, he has separated religion from relationship.
1: Ooh. He knows that already. Yeah.
0: And that they're not the same. Yeah. One mic, one mic, one mic, one mic.
1: When's the last time you watched porn?
0: Oh, whew. Wow. we got to go from talking about God to porn. It's been some time. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. I'm not an avid porn watcher. Right, and I'm the probably the worst person in the world to watch porn with. Yeah, because I'll look at something and no joke, Mm -hmm. three seconds I'm done. Yeah, three seconds I'm on to the next one. Three seconds I'm on to the next one. And this is what my husband pointed out to me. Mm -hmm. I'm the only person that he knows that will watch porn on mute. (laughs) I've never watched porn (laughs) and listened to it. I've never watched porn and listened to it. Never. (laughs) Huh. <laughs> I'm looking for some visual simulation I don't need the audio simulation so oh. the first time me and my husband watched porn together mm-hmm. my computer was on mute and he was yeah. like is the sound broke? and I'm like no he's like so what are you doing? turn it on I freaked out when I heard it
1: oh yeah. yeah that's very interesting
0: I never watch porn and have the audio on <laughs> I guess because I'm just surfing real quick. There's no need to hear it.
1: You're not, yeah, you're you're not connected. I'm not. Right.
0: I'm not at all. That's brilliant. And so now, (laughs) (laughs) now that my husband has lost his vision and he still wants to watch porn, Uh, (laughs) I'm his audio. (laughs) Oh, So he listens to it. He yes. listens to it and he knows what's going on. But right. I'm the audio description. I'm describing it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I never really listen to porn. Uh-huh. I don't know what they say or what they should say or do. So I'm having oh. to add
1: them. So it's horrible. No, I want to do that. <laughs> Not with your husband, but I want to do that. <laughs> Wow. It's a
0: totally different experience.
1: That <laughs> is, that's the only way that I want to watch porn with a lady in my life because I tried it with, um, with my past relationship and all that did was bring up questions. You know what I mean? And so to, it's, it's, I feel like when you watched it with your husband, it's more about you two connecting than with the porn connecting. And I love that. It is. Holy cow, man.
0: (laughs) Because it, it, it takes work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I'm trying to describe so that he gets every detail, yeah. but he's not even caring about the details because he's wow. listening to what I'm yes. describing. He's, yes. he's into me and I'm into trying to provide for him. Yeah. So it, it's, it's different. So we, we just don't watch porn. Because we don't.
1: It, because the thing of it is that's crazy is like back in the day before I even started getting help from my addiction, I would watch porn with a female and I'd be like, man, that's that's my porn. You know, that's, that's what I looked up. You know what I mean? That's so it was my relationship with the, with the porn porn. than it was with the woman.
0: Right. Mm -mm. Wow. I love it. So probably we have not looked at any porn in over a year. It's been over a year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're up in Kansas city now and you know, it's a little bit more diverse and i know you've had experiences with with diverse people before and that's awesome and everything but i have got to ask this question do you think that all black women are queens absolutely yeah
0: absolutely regardless of what they're going through what they've been through who they present just like I believe every black man is a king mm-hmm. we have millions not millions I'm sorry hundreds of thousands of kings that are sitting in prison yes. and so I know it's like well how can that be a king no your birthplace on earth you are a king you are a queen it's a matter of do you choose to and do you do you choose to recognize that you are a queen, do mm-hmm. you accept that? Because Ooh, with that comes okay. responsibility. Yes, and then that to determines how you act, how you mm-hmm. present, and all mm-hmm. that. And so many of us are not accepting of that role of king and queen. We don't. Right. We don't accept it, right. and that way we it gives us an excuse to wild out, rob, steal, thug, whatever. Mm-hmm. We walk away from that responsibility. Yeah. And so, therefore, many of us do not acknowledge. That we are kings and queens, but I I believe that each and every one of us is a king or a queen. Yes, we are, yes. and it's a, a birth given right. You know. That-
1: yes. What do you think? Well, I told you, uh, you know, not as eloquently as you put it, but I was like, you know, some kings can, you know, be the king of shit, and I don't mean shit as as far as like shitty, but you know, it's just kind of like one man's trash is another man's treasure type of shit. So, it's just kind of like, you know, there's no there's no, there's no, no materialistic thing that is not of substance and of use. So, it's just kind of like if somebody is the king of diamonds, he's no better than the man that's king of fertilizer. Right. They're, they're both necessary. One's a little bit more dirtier and rougher and more stronger, and one's a little bit more delicate and eloquent and brilliant. And so, uh, but as far as like, yeah, I think that, you know, Uh, Black men are all kings. I believe that, you know, black women, you know, are princesses and they grow up to be queens. But I definitely agree that they have to accept that crown. Right. They have to put that crown and they have to wear it.
0: And that's a lesson that so many aren't taught or don't know. Right. You know, we see we see people are our, our people while and out yeah. and it's just lessons that haven't been taught they haven't been bestowed upon them yet yeah. and they don't know and they don't even know that it's it's already within them right they don't know that because it's not something a crown that somebody's going to come and put on your head yeah you are already like i said it's a birthright you're born into being a king you are born into that royalty of being a, a queen but if you don't know that yeah. then you act like you are a
1: what yeah. they think you are.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. Um, like I said, you've been around a group of diverse people, and I would like to be, you know, in that situation. Um, I told you about the best friend that I have in mind. Uh, we joke around about it, but it's just more about a personality thing than it is anything else. Yeah. Um, you know, I have my thoughts, in, like I was trying to, you know, touch on a little bit before is I don't speak on behalf of anybody. All I can do is say what my perspective is. So when people come up to me and, you know, if I'm talking about gays or something like that, you know, they'll say, well, you should have a gay person on. And I don't need a gay person on to tell me how to act or to, to how to think. How to think. And that's what, that's where people get confused. Right. You know, so, so when I give my perspective and, and now I can be corrected and I can learn. Right, you know, which is fine, but to to hold my tongue based on something that I'm seeing every day or or going through myself because that's what I have come to share on this show is is my experiences, and so it is from a heterosexual black male's perspective that's in a ninety uh, some odd percent town. Right, but with that said, uh, we have touched on a lot of transgender issues here lately. A lot of uh, well just a lot of gender issues and sexuality which is a difference there is and um, even even for me to to separate that uh, has taken quite a bit of time but I want to paint a scenario for you as if you're, you mentioned your son if he how old is he say
0: again
1: how old is he 11 he's 11 so say he's going to the bathroom and he comes out and he's just like you know because you know how he is he's cool he's cool and if he just sat and said, I just saw a uh, man in there dressed like a woman. What is your reaction to that?
0: You know, <laughs> because my son is who he is, and I know that he wouldn't be alarmed about it. So right. I'm definitely, I'm not alarmed about it. Right. So you have a man in in the man's restroom mm-hmm. dressed like a woman. We keep him moving. Yeah. You know, um, that's the world that my son has grown up in. So he's not even going to question it or anything like that. Right. I don't have any fears or concerns about, Ooh, oh, no, there's right. a, a man dressed like a woman. Right. No, no.
1: Because my whole thing is, is like, I, and I don't know the percentages, and I'm not trying to speak for anybody, but a public restroom is just used to relieve yourself. Absolutely. And I never, number two in the bathroom, in public bathrooms. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. You know, so if I ever have to, I don't care who's in there because I'm going in there to take care of business. It's been a long road trip. You know what I mean? I'm crossing like the the, the Mississippi River or something. Right. You know what I mean? And right. the first gas station I can get to... I, I, I don't care if it's a woman's bathroom. You know, I'm right. busting in the stall and I'm, I'm taking care of business. So, you know. Hold on, let
0: me tell you this, though. Yes. I was suspended from Hillcrest one time. <laughs> but guess what it was for?
1: <laughs> Going in the male's locker room. Like no, no well.
0: because. I had to go to the bathroom number two and I'm uh, not doing it in public. Yeah. And I left school and went home because you know we live close <laughs> yes. enough to home. Yes. I left home and I came back and I got in trouble for coming back. If I <laughs> hadn't just stayed gone, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Wow. But I got picked up when I came back and mm. for and he said for skipping school. I didn't skip school. Yeah. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> and so to say, Oh, I went to the bathroom he's like, Yeah, yeah, right, whatever, whatever. Mm. But yeah. Yes. I would I'm not doing that in the bathroom. <laughs> it's not happening.
1: Yeah. Now and and that's the thing, man. I, I just want to make it clear that like I said, I don't speak on behalf of anybody, but I don't think I mean, I feel like, you know, perverts are perverts no matter what sexuality, no matter what gender. And um I don't think that the majority of the perversions take place in a public restroom.
0: Very few. I mean, those numbers are, are small. But small. it's news. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it does it's, get it's, glorified it's and, and yeah. yeah, blown out of proportion. Yeah. You know, just like the comparison, most people that are kidnapped aren't kidnapped by a stranger. We right. spend millions of dollars educating kids on stranger danger. Yes. But we don't do anything to educate them about, no, it's probably going to be... Your neighbor, a friend, a family member, yep. anything like that. Same thing with sexual assault and all of that. All of that until you just, get older. But yeah. when we're talking about of a child, that stranger danger is is very unlikely. It's so but When it base. does happen on the news, yeah. it gets, wah, right? It gets blown out. And so, same kind of thing with transgender. You know, mm. Jackson's growing up in a time in a world where it's normal to him. Right. So there's no fear. He'll ask or he'll make a statement, but it's not fear based, right? you know, and it's not judgmental. Like, Ooh, that's bad or that's wrong. No, that's just somebody's personal choice. So sending my son into a a male's bathroom and knowing that there's a man in there dressed like a woman Mm. that doesn't equate to, Oh, fear that he's going to have some type of sexual perversion and, and, and jump on my kid. No, it's a person that is, Trying to identify with Put on who their is. makeup. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep, All right. exactly. Now,
1: with that being said, I told you on the phone that I've developed an idea to, to bring many genders together mm-hmm. and also equal pay in a sporting event called life. And the basis of this is where you have uh, male, female, five teams of, that consist of male, female, uh, transgender male to female female to male is, is am i leaving anything out because it's not sexuality
0: right no, okay good.
1: so anyways so it's just based on the fact that you know women aren't getting equal pay i personally don't watch much women's sports i watch a few things but not that much so what i want to do and i'm putting this out here now because somebody's going to steal it and i just want to be like you heard it here first right so you know but basically it's just like team oriented with with uh the four types of genders that we acknowledge and basically it's for a prize they go through relays they go through uh strategics they go through intuition physical uh speed endurance all these different types of things and it's kind of based on the world that we live in whether you, it's a, a category of robin banks if it's a category of uh, Jeopardy, uh, just different things that, you know, uh, you, that the roles that they would play as far as a team and they would have to come together. So you have the best males that you can have, the best females that you can have, and the best transgenders that you can have on one team going against five other teams.
0: In different categories that will spotlight each other, each one of them's strong suit. Yes. So you're not going to have all strength endurance based obstacles or anything like that. Right. You've got to use, like genetically, it says that women are more predisposed to do things more dexterity with their fingers and things like that. So that would put them at an advantage of having to maneuver something small and tactile and stuff like that. So you will have an event that would play to that. And then you may have an event that would play to the strong suit of someone mm-hmm. physical physical strength and all of that. So to have a team that diverse like that, yes, diverse diversified not only with the people on it, but of the events and categories. Yes, absolutely. And, and it
1: would be for 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 a prize. So I mean, um, now and without also being said, it would be based in America because I also feel like uh, different countries have different policies and different you know things so you you know uh maybe eventually you know we would have an olympics of it and everything like that but as far as like the things that are available and the freedom that that that's allowed basically in this country
0: so why do we have to your idea Mm -hmm. why does it have to create a A game uh, an event that is separate is there nothing we can offer that would be all inclusive
1: as far as all countries
0: countries or you're talking about developing a team that's male female transgender Mm -hmm. both male to female and female to male Mm -hmm. why do we have to create anything like that why can't we utilize the games events and everything that we have and still structure it so that it's equal pay
1: because i know for me i don't watch women's basketball i don't watch uh so so if you i watch women's track so if there was like relay races you know maybe but um, to have things, I, I just figured, you know, we can develop sports now. We we have like we
0: can, but why do we have to? Why can't we use the ones that we have currently? Because and, I feel and like those, equal pay. Because
1: I feel like those sports were developed based <laughs> on the premise of of male
0: uh, dominated,
1: dominated, yeah. You know, and um, you know they go back. A lot of them go back to you know those times where Freak. only males were, playing, we're allowed you know. to participate. Yeah.
0: And women have grown to adapt and developed into those, but they were created for yeah based on the physicality of men. First.
1: Because the NBA should just be the NBA. It should, there shouldn't be a WNBA.
0: You but, see what I'm saying, right? But you can't have male and women right competing because we're not created the same. Right. There's advantages and disadvantages.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you you have a you know a ten foot rim. Right. So you know, how many women are now, there's a lot of women that's over six, you know, whatever now.
0: But there's not many that are seven foot. Right. Not many.
1: Right. So, so yeah, just to develop these strategies.
0: And and the
1: reason why I say I call it life because maybe it can transition into people at home, you know, kids, not kids, but, you know, just whoever, you know. Yeah, kids or whatever, you know, reaching out and, and playing these new sports with uh with different diverse people in mind. Or, you know, better yet, when you put a poster up on your wall, it has, you know, the different genders all together on one.
0: I like the idea of being um, inclusive. I do. Yeah. But I don't know that we're there yet. I know we're not there yet. I that's know. Why, that's what
1: I'm saying. I'm thinking ahead. You're putting it out there. Yeah. I'm and I don't know there. if
0: that's the direction that we need to go or want to, or need to go.
1: I just feel like anything that somebody does that's black or somebody that is not a white male where you still have firsts, it's based on their rules and their regulations. I
0: agree with that.
1: So why not start something? Create our own games. Create our own games.
0: I I do like the idea of that. I do.
1: And at the end, there's a big orgy.
0: Nah, that's just you.
1: I think that would be... That's just you like at the very end because you have the strongest the most that you have you have the cream of the crop of all genders and so all you see is like elbows and assholes no I think that that's it
0: no I don't think so you
1: heard it here first on One Mike you can email me at <laughs> OneMikeDwight <laughs> at gmail.com I'm on the Twitter One Mike Dwight, and I'm on uh, Instagram DwightMarshall417 so, uh, moving on. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Okay. What else did I have here? Oh, yes. Take me through your experience with the edible I made for you.
0: Oh, no. Yeah That was horrible. That was horrible. First of all, you are not a good guide. I, no. I, I studied, I learned about guys. Let me just put it out there. I have yeah. never in my life <laughs> been high. Yes, and I know people don't believe that yeah. because I ran around with people that would smoke weed in yes. my own car because yes. I was the only one that had a car. Yes, and they would hot box in the car, yes. and I still wouldn't get high. Yeah, and I've always had a fear of getting high. <laughs> I would go out and we'd <laughs> hang out, and they pass the joint, and I hit it and blow it right back out yeah. and keep passing. Did so not. I have, at the yes. age of fifty years old, fifty-one yes. years old, yes. I have never ever been high. Yes, last year. I come see my brother, he gives me some edibles. And he's like, oh here, just eat some before you come to my house and come and hang out.
1: How'd it taste?
0: Oh, it tastes fabulous. Yeah? It tasted fabulous. <laughs> and let me just tell you how immature I am or how naive I am uh-huh. on edibles. So I'm thinking you, you get, what you give me? A cereal bar yeah. and like a Reese's cup or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Because it's now a food, I'm thinking it's not going to smell like weed. Mm. So every time I would take it out of the refrigerator, I'm like, damn, somebody's smoking weed. <laughs> and I'm looking around like, God, that's strong. Not knowing that it's the food. Right. Not knowing that at all. That's how naive <clears throat> I am. So I would eat some and it's like, oh, okay, this tastes good damn, I smell weed. Somebody is smoking and I'm not knowing it's me. Because, let me put it in context. Yeah. I'm at mom's house, which is out in the country. And I'm like, is somebody burning leaves? No, that smells like weed. Somebody is getting lit at mom's house. She's got neighbors across the street that are kind of young and I had it out in her freezer. So I'm out in the garage taking bites of it. And I'm like, damn, somebody is getting light. all day long. So, here I am, I'm going to eat the Reese's Cup and I'm going to come see you. I should have just ate maybe a third of it. <sighs> I'm smashing the whole thing because <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling anything instantly. Right. I don't know. I thought I, it would be instant. Because
1: first of all, you said you wanted to eat and then go to bed.
0: But I was coming yeah. here.
1: I, I know. I know. And I said and I no. I, went, I said no. Right, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> right, right. So you were like, enjoy, come yeah. hang yeah. out and let's yeah. just talk and, yeah. and see where it takes us. Yeah. <laughs> so... I smashed the whole peanut butter cup, Yeah, like in two minutes. And I'm still not feeling anything, so I'm good. And you also gave me a cereal bar. Yes. So I eat a piece of the cereal bar, but I got 30 minutes before I'm coming to you, and I'm Mm. like, okay, I'm waiting around. Still nothing. Okay, I'm good. I smashed the whole thing. (laughs) So now I've eaten a Reese's cup, which is a good size, Yes. and a cereal bar. D I get to your house and we're sitting there talking and I don't know if you knew or not, but I'm weaving. No. I, at least I feel like I'm weaving. Right, right. Right. And I'm like weaving like on the ocean. weaving <laughs> Like, Oh, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. And then everything started to sound like an echo. Yeah. And I'm like, am I really talking like that? Is that what I sound like? And I'm asking myself all these questions and I'm like, Oh, okay. And yeah. I can't even remember what our conversation was. I know we talked about some music I don't know. Because I'm having this internal dialogue with myself like, Ooh, all of a sudden, <laughs> is this what it feels like to be high? Because I've never been high. Right. And I'm asking myself that. Is this what it feels Am I high? Are you high? No, you're not really high yet. But I tried I,
1: to tell you to get out of your head, though. But I couldn't. I know. I,
0: what did I tell you when we first started? I'm structured. Yes. Everything has to make sense. Everything's yes. got to be in order. Yes. So I'm having a whole dialogue with yes. myself, not with you. Uh-uh. And you have no idea what I'm talking about, yeah. but I'm still weaving and weaving and weaving. And then I'm like, am I going to be sick? I don't know. I feel like I might be sick. Am I going to throw up? Don't throw up. I mean, and it's like, just, <laughs> just relax, just relax. And I keep telling us, relax, mm. relax. I can't relax. Yeah. And then it hit me. Oh man. <laughs> Mom asked me to go to the store before I come back home. Oh, <laughs> So after sitting here with you for like an hour,
1: yeah,
0: I ha- I go out to the car and I don't even know if you know or not. Uh, I'm sitting in the car and it's like, can you drive? Are you okay to drive? What is, what is driving high like? Am I going to be weaving and I'm going to be swerving? Am I going to have slow reaction time? So I stay out in your driveway for like 10 minutes. Oh my
1: God. 10 minutes
0: trying to decide, can I drive? And so then I start driving and then I'm starting to get paranoid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can people tell that I'm driving? Am I driving high? What is that like? <laughs> but it still wasn't bad. It's no. like, okay, just just go, just go, just go. Right. So I go to the store and I'm walking around Walmart just to get a bag of shredded lettuce. And I do remember that. Yes. First of all, all Walmarts are set up the same, but mm. I'm thinking in my head, wow, I haven't been to this Walmart in Springville in a couple of years. Right. So I was like, do I know where to go? Do I? And I ran into my old boss. And I'm sitting there, I'm standing there talking to him. The whole time I'm talking to him, mm. I feel like I'm leaning to the side. And I mean like leaning to the side, like the yeah. leaning tower of Pisa, that's how yeah. hard I'm leaning. Right, right. And then I'm looking at him and listening to him, but not listening to him. Mm. Cause I'm like, does he know I'm high? <laughs> it's been 20 years since he's seen me. Does he know that I'm really high? Mm-hmm. And so I get my lettuce and I'm back in the car and I'm like, now, I am fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I'm sitting in the car, and this is, there's no longer dialogue with self. It's like, dude, you are fucked up. Everything uh, is slow. Uh, Everything is just like, whoa, are you going to go to sleep? Are you not? Right. What am I doing? Can I drive home? I'm just down the street from mom's, but everything's in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Deep. yeah. And then it's like, okay, we'll put the windows down. Like when you drunk and sober yeah, up, so yeah. I got the windows down, but it was so cold. So I put the windows back up and the whole time I keep, God, why does it smell like weed? I still have not connected that it is what I ate, but right. I'm like, everything smells like weed and it's making me nauseous and I don't want to smell it. Oh. So I make it home. I drive to mom's probably shouldn't have, but I drive to mom's right. and I'm good, but I'm sitting there and all I know is it's eight 30. She's in her office. I'm sitting on her food time and I keep falling over and I sit back up and I'm ta- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she was talking, talking. And next thing I know I'm falling over again. Oh. And she's like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I fall over three times, I'm I'm on the fourth time of falling Over D. And so, all of a sudden, I go into confession mode. I ate some edibles that that Dwight gave me. And I'm sorry, Mom. I'm not doing good. I can't even focus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me. I'm going to be okay, but I just don't know when I'm going to be okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when, and I'm trying, D. I was trying to set up, I <laughs> and she was just like, "Do you think you should go to bed?" Yes, <laughs> yes, I think I should go to bed.
1: Cause I know you were you were uh, texting me like, "When is this end?"
0: I needed it. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm try, you're trying.
1: You tried to Google stuff like. How to you, come down? Yeah, like you said something about with some pepper or something.
0: Right, I was like, I need. For this like, nah, I was like, no, I enjoy it. No, but I couldn't enjoy it because I was way too high. I that definitely. was not a good first experience. Oh It my was God. not, for, especially for a control freak like me. Yeah, just get me a little high. Yeah, and then let it. After I'm a little high, then if you want to give me more, that? that's fine.
1: What's I, a little high?
0: I, I don't know, but. It definitely wasn't what I was because I was like way gone. Ooh, so then I'm in the bed at 830 at night yeah. <laughs> and I'm like on an ocean liner. I'm tossing, I'm weaving, I'm turning mm. and I'm like, oh, just please go to sleep. Please just go to sleep. <laughs> and the whole time I felt like I was going to throw up. I never yeah. did throw up, yeah, but it was not a good experience at all all right so was... I'm reading about these guys that have you that get you high for your first time and they walk you through you'll be experiencing this and don't freak out if you no right. you just threw me in the fucking ocean and yeah, was like swim yeah, swim, <laughs> swim and that was not good but I can tell you I'm not a high type of person right I got control issues right I don't take pain pills when they give them to me right no not the hydrocodone or nothing mm. no no I don't like it.
1: How did your body feel?
0: Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Because I was in panic mode. Yeah, you know, you're I was stamping, to relax you. Yeah. I was so tense. Wow. You know? So I felt like I had more aches and pains than what I yeah. probably did. Yeah. It was not good. Because, you know, they say mm. I can take yes, yes, for my lupus. And mm. it'll help with the joint. inflammation. I'm like, mm. no, it won't. Mm. Because I tense up. Yeah. I'm just like, mm-mm. I got to be in control. Yeah. And anytime I feel like I'm not in control, mm-hmm. it is not a good thing.
1: Side note, no. your daughter had a bad time getting oh. high with me too. She's probably in the living room shaking her head like... I think
0: the commonality is you. <laughs> you. Because I know that my daughter's been high many other times and she's had a good time. And that's why she was like, mom, it'll be okay. Experience it. But for her to have a bad experience with you, you are the common theme there. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody listening, hear it first. Don't get high with Dwight.
1: Bring your own.
0: For real. Do your own and then come come hang out with him after. Don't get high with Dwight
1: all right so while you're hype (laughs) you mentioned mom you mentioned your son and i have got to know your perspective of the relationship with me and mom and compared to the relationship with you and your son
0: oh my gosh there's definitely a mother and her son relationship i always thought that that was fake that was crap whatever Mm. you you i thought you were just spoiled whatever (laughs) but there's definitely a difference between mothers and their sons just like there is i believe there's a relationship between fathers and their daughters yes even though a man may want a son and that's a son Mm. but the relationship with a father and his daughter is very different and the relationship with her mother with a mother and her son
1: right yeah Okay, but that's that's in general. But yeah. I want you to compare like like like
0: Oh, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson is just as spoiled as you were. Yeah. I cater to him. He gets away with murder. <laughs> All of the things that Jazz would the have been The things that trouble. make you hot. Yes, yes. How you do it with yourself. Yeah, the things that make me hot. I do it with my son, and I'm hot even when I'm doing it with my son. You know, we were packing to go to to Florida, and I'm like, Jackson, take your laundry down, put it down there, whatever. <laughs> And then 30 minutes go by. Jackson, did you take your laundry down? No, I forgot. Next <laughs> thing I you know, I'm in this room. I'm getting this laundry basket, and I'm fussing and cussing, taking it downstairs yes. so I can do his laundry. Yeah. And my, my husband was like, why'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I would have never done that for Jazz. It would have yeah. been, Jazz, take your laundry basket down and do your laundry <laughs> while you're down there, you know? But Jackson, yeah. he don't do nothing.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm so, I, I
0: I feel sorry uh, for the woman that will come into his life because <laughs> I have him spoiled. I have him completely spoiled, rotten, and it's mm. going to be difficult for any woman to deal with. I know that. Yes. So I'm saying sorry now. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry.
1: Okay. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, one last question that I have or last two questions I have for you. And you know, I've had this on my other podcast. We've talked about it before. Uh, what is the one thing that you love most about yourself?
0: Man, it's hard to put it into one thing. Mm. I love me, mm-hmm. um, I love the woman that I've grown into and developed to. You know, I wouldn't have been able to answer this question if I was in my twenties. Yeah. I don't even know if I would have been able to answer it in my thirties. Mm. But in my late forties, early fifties, I love me. Yeah. I love my spirit. I love my personality. I. But love... what is it that made
1: that though? <sighs> can you can you dig a little bit deeper? Because mm. it's just kind of like you know, just just what is it that 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 made you go after that?
0: I think it's my <clears throat> my um, level of acceptance Acceptance. You know, I I love how accepting I am of myself. Cuz truth be
1: told, there there is a moment in your life that I've witnessed to where you've always been a good person, but then you became a great person. Ah, you. And and you switched instead of being this Because you've always been a service to others. Absolutely. Yes, that's me. But to become a great person, you started serving yourself.
0: Acceptance.
1: Acceptance of?
0: Of who I am and where I am and what I'm about, you know. Accepting the good and the bad. And it was hard to accept the bad, you know. I Mm. wanted to put away with it, excuse it, or, oh, make it go away because I'll just do better then. But no, I had to accept and embrace the bad part of me. What is the bad? (sighs) that's too many to 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 name judgmental hyper hypercritical Mm. of of myself and of others Mm. um passive at times Mm. i mean i have a laundry list of things that i don't like about myself that are I, I don't have to like, but well, I accept
1: it, you accept it because
0: it makes me who I am yeah. and it makes me want to work harder, mm-hmm. you know, to be better, to do better,
1: which is different than tolerating.
0: No, no, it is different. Yes. It is very different than mm-hmm. tolerating. Yeah. Tolerating means you ignore it. in,
1: it just gets worse. It, it gets manifests. Worse. Right. It manifests. No,
0: accepting means, okay, I know this is it and yeah. I give it boundaries, you yes. know, and I allow it to come out when it comes out, but mm. I always put it back into tact where it's supposed to be, and I work to try to to um, be better. Yeah. Yeah, just to be better, do better.
1: And what can I do as your brother, as a black man, as Dwight, to help you foster more love for yourself?
0: Just continue to be honest. Yeah. Be 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 honest. You know, we don't always like the truth, <laughs> and sometimes the truth is hard to accept. But from you, what helps me? Mm-hmm is your honesty
1: yeah yeah cool cool Woo, man well that was a good one and i hope you guys enjoyed it uh once again you can reach me at one mike dwight 70 no one mike dwight at gmail.com that's the number one m-i-c-d-w-i-g-h-t i'm on twitter one mike dwight and uh, Instagram Dwight Marshall 417 and this is my sister Doty and thank you for listening
0: hey go pick up some trash on the One Mike Dwight street
1: I sure did I did that Monday and yeah, you can find me on the uh, One Mike street I adopted a little street too so we're doing big things here
0: (laughs) peace peace (laughs) yeah baby one mic.